Hey Bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group Podcast, where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing our own bag. I'm your host, Elle, and let's get into it. Today's episode is about exploring the ways in which men put down women online and in real life and how we can make the mental protection against these men. Let's start with one of the most popular attacks against women is that men need to be financially stable to date broke women. I'm not gonna give these below bare minimum low effort men a platform, so I'm going to play you a reaction video, but let's play it. Unpopular opinion? We live in a world where a man has to be financially stable just to date a broke woman! See ladies, I keep trying to tell you, we're not the only ones looking for a big strong provider. There are some men out here, straight men, who are also looking for a big, strong provider. They want to know what you bring to the table. They want to know if they could go half on some bills or can you take care of them. They want to know if they can get some princess treatment. They want to know if they could be passenger princess. Like some of these men are so jealous of women, they want everything they feel that you are entitled to. A man with a provider mentality isn't worried about what you make. He doesn't, he doesn't worry about your money. He doesn't care what kind of job you have. He doesn't care about the benefits. He doesn't care about any of that because he's going into the relationship expecting to provide and take care of you and his children. But men like this, you think that you're exposing women, but you're really exposing yourself. You're letting us know that you're broke. You're letting us know that you're stingy and that you're cheap. Because what does it matter? You are so focused on the fact that you do paid labor that you don't fully appreciate her unpaid labor. Because you'll expect this same woman who doesn't make as much money as you or who doesn't have an actual job to take care of your kids and to cook and clean for you and to do all these things to take care of the home. This because those services are unpaid doesn't mean they're not valuable. But some men are on- they only think they're amazing because they bring home a paycheck. You wouldn't be able to bring home that paycheck if you were hiring a cook, if you were hiring a maid, if you were hiring a nanny or a surrogate or a tutor or a driver or a therapist. It's like some of you, you only value money. But yet you'll jump on here and say that women are the ones who are transactional. These are the same men who will call a woman masculine if she starts talking about how much money she makes or her career or her degrees. You say that's masculine. We don't want that. All we care about is women who are fit, friendly, and feminine. That's what y'all will say. These fit, feminine, and flirty women, they don't always have jobs. So what do you want? Do you want her working 40 hours a week or not? Because y'all don't even know what y'all want at this point. Period. I mean, what else is there to say? Okay, that's it for episode, bestie. (laughs) She, she wrapped it up. That's it. Okay, stay tuned for my next episode. (laughs) That was such a good takedown. One of the first things she touched on was that whenever these men, they complain about needing to provide for women and that women are broke and men need to be financially stable and that's so unfair. Number one, women are not broke. Women are no longer broke. Men and women have similar earning abilities now, especially early on in their careers. The big problem that women nowadays have is finding men who are earning the same as them or who are earning in a similar range as them. That's the problem. Let's touch on this. Money is a sensitive topic for men. And instead of acknowledging that they cannot provide, which is what a man who is secure in himself will do, any secure person will be able to say, hey, 
I'm unable to do this thing, but here are the steps that I'm doing to be able to. Men and women who are secure in themselves are okay with saying that. These men who cannot provide for women, they will project their insecurity of not being able to provide, their insecurity of being baroque onto women. I always tell you, bestie, Whenever people throw negativity at you, because that is what they're feeling inside, like they cannot hold it in, they cannot bottle it in, it has to get out and they want to spew it at you so that it could relieve the pressure inside of themselves. Everything is projection! Shout out to Shonda, that was such a great video. I love that she touched on this topic that men nowadays are in their femininity, they're in their receiving mode, they're going to first dates asking what do you bring to the table because I want to receive, I'm in my receiving mode. Bestie, if a man comes to your table and asks you what do you bring to the table, he's in his receiving mode, okay? And that's how you know he's not a masculine man and he's not the man for you because providers, they come to the table with materials, with provision. I get asked this a lot, how do you know if he's a provider? How do you know he's a provider? He provides. I get asked this too. How do you know he has the means to provide at the level that I want him to provide? Because we all have levels that we desire. It's all personal and I will never ever shame you bestie for wanting a certain level of provision and no one else should shame you for that. That is your preference. And if you get your preference, a lot of people will police you away from your preferences, but that's because they're getting left behind. The people who are getting left behind by you in the dating market will always want to drag you down to their level so that you won't seek your equivalent value in the dating market. Don't let people police you. Let the dating market tell you where you lie in it. And these people telling you, you don't deserve that, you're not gonna get that, you're not God, okay? God has big plans for us, and I'm not gonna let some no nuance Nelly, some man in survival mode, tell me what I can or cannot get in this world. It's not for other people to decide what you are worth. It's not for other people to decide what will be your outcome. That's between you and God. Like I said, they're only upset that you have your sights set high because they're getting left behind. The pick-me girlies are getting left behind in the dating market. They're stuck with the 50-50 dusties. And the below bare minimum low effort men, they know you have high value, bestie. They're seeing you. You're well-educated. You're beautiful. You're self-efficient. You have good genetics. They want you and they're going to sour grape you into believing that you are not worth what you are worth so that you will settle for them. It's really the only way that they can get access to you. A lot of people don't know what sour graping is, so let me tell you. In Catholic school, we were taught this fable. It was about the fox and grapes. There's like grapes on a vine and this fox really wanted the grapes on a vine. It's so high. He kept jumping, 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 but he couldn't reach the grapes and he finally gives up and as he was walking away he looks back and he says i bet they were sour anyway do you see it whenever people get rejected whenever people cannot access what they want to access they look back and say it wasn't that good anyway so whenever you reject men or you put forth this energy that you don't like them, that they're never going to access you, they're going to come back and say, you're ugly anyway, no man would want you, okay? 
that's what sour graping is and you need to make the mental protection against that you need to be able to recognize that back to the topic whenever men come to your table and they ask you what do you bring to the table he doesn't understand the assignment he's not qualified thank you next i'm not even going to validate that question with answering it in this video because if you're a woman you have so much inherent worth literally all you have to do is exist and you're valuable a lot of no nuance nellies a lot of men in survival mode below bare minimum low effort men have issue with that the fact that women have inherent worth simply by existing let me give you an example okay i keep telling the girlies never ever be friends with men especially especially if you are a halfway attractive woman it'll never work out you know why because simply being seen with you in public gives this man benefits people automatically think that he is a high value man because you are seen with him a lot of people want Want to devalue your presence like literally you showing up with a guy friend to a restaurant doesn't have to be a fancy restaurant you know whatever regular casual dining restaurant you're conferring status on this man if there's a guy and he's with a really attractive woman his value in the eyes of other women goes up and he's not even investing in you you're just friends you probably paid for your own meal too. Can we not? Can we not, bestie? It's these small everyday scenarios that really chip at your self-worth. The fact that you're spending time with a man and you're paying your own way, it makes you feel like you're a man. And I know it's so hard to be a man. We're gonna touch on that. I really sympathize with a lot of men. It's hard being a man. I'm so glad I'm a woman. I love being a woman, but we'll touch on that later. When you're friends with a man, you're never friends with a man. He is using you okay i don't care if he's doing it subconsciously or if he's aware of it he's using you being seen in public with you having people know that you're friends with him can we not when you value yourself you see just how much people benefit from you a simple text conversation with you is so valuable a simple phone conversation with you is so valuable your presence bestie is so valuable and i know up until this point no one has told you this but i I'm telling you this your presence has value and all you need to do is exist and people will invest in you especially when you're spending time with a man this man i'm telling you men benefit from us simply by us existing he gets elevated status which he will then use to get more money more connections and more women don't fall for it you are not a charity okay you require investment you are a receiver probably up until this point no one told you that but i'm telling you that now okay i didn't believe it up until it happened to me as you know i was a little pikmisha i had a lot of male colleagues i don't have male friends i don't have guy friends i don't okay but i, I do have male ex-colleagues i have male business contacts all the male presence in my life serves me a purpose okay because as a woman i know just by being in contact with me these men already benefit so much i don't need to give more i don't need to be seen with them in public unless i'm getting something from it the more you value your presence the more you value yourself you are going to get the ick from giving your presence away it's so gross to me like got invited to a dinner one time a girl and her husband and it was me 
and she had her husband's friend was there from out of town and she invited me and she was like oh let's go have dinner because she wanted to see me and it just so happens that her husband's friend from out of town is visiting and they wanted to turn it into you know like a dinner not necessarily a date for me and this guy just like it just so happens that we're going to exist at the same time at this restaurant but bestie I'm not gonna put on my clown makeup and drive the 30 minutes to this restaurant for what? To be seen with this guy? I don't even know what this guy looked like. I don't even know this guy. Bestie, it wasn't even a date, okay? It's just the circumstance that I'm going to be seen with this guy because obviously these two people are married and people are going to assume that we're together. I value myself more than that, obviously. I declined. Your presence has so much value. You need to be more protective of your presence, okay? It's not about other people assigning value to you. It's about you valuing yourself and building up that sense of self-worth. I'm worth more than that. I can do better. That's not worth my time. And you could say, oh, you're so conceited, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people with low sense of self-worth, they love policing confident people. They love policing people with high self-worth. Okay, so you need to make that mental exercise of being selective with who you share your presence with. Because it's not just you sharing your presence with them, it's them sharing their presence with you. You don't want just anyone and everyone to share their energies with you because there's a lot of negative energy out there, bestie. One of the worst feelings in the world is walking away from a restaurant feeling like, ill. like, what was that? And not even a date, even just functions where you have to meet people and it was like not a good vibe, like, ugh. What is that? You can do better. Back to the topic. Don't ever put up with men who are in receiving mode because they will make you suffer. Whenever I say things are a red flag, it's indicative that they will make you suffer in a relationship. Men in receiving mode have nothing to give you. And as a woman, it is the worst relationship to be in if you are with a man in receiving mode. The energies are messed up. You're going to be drained and tired because it is not in your nature to provide. It is in your nature to receive. It's a real thing. A lot of women have been exhausted doing that, being in relationships with feminine men in their receiving era. But if you want to learn things the hard way, you're free to do that. Come back and check in with us, okay? We'll welcome you to the support group anytime you want to get some sense into yourself. Oh, you just want a rich man. And one of my favorite comments was, no rich man would ever look your way. <sighs> I just love it when people comment these things to get you to show your life to them. Not today, Satan! Because once you show your life, they will direct negativity at it. They will direct their negative energies. And even if you do say, oh, I'm married. I married a rich man. If you say that, there's still going to be something negative after that. From the get-go, I've never shared much of my life because... There's no need. The biggest sign that I have made good decisions in my life that benefited me is my energy. There's no need. And the thing is, someone always has a bigger boat. Someone will always have more money. Someone will always have more Birkins. When does it end? It never ends. The materialism Olympics never ends. And that's not what we're here for. We are here to give ourselves the best outcomes that we can. A lot of these men are like, oh, no rich man would look your way. You're a gold digger. Like, they're so obsessed with rich man. It's like they want a rich man for themselves. And I've gotten comments too where guys like reveal themselves. They're like, yeah, I want a rich man too. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for revealing the inner workings of a below bare minimum effort man. So a lot of these men, they're in their receiving era. 
They're in their divine femininity. The next topic is about men's obsession with humbling women. I'm going to show you this video because it encapsulates the conflict between high achieving, high earning women and below bare minimum, low effort men. I'm a bad, I know I'm a but why am I paying for a man's couch and his lunch, giving him his lunch money? And sis over here is getting like all the special treatment. I'm like, there's something that they've cracked that I just haven't cracked. Like there's just something that they're asking for that I'm not asking for. So I was like, I need to change my baseline of what I accept for men. And I'm over being the woman who's like willing to give guys chances. As far as I'm concerned, I'm a double barred corporate attorney living in LA, making over 200K. If you're a man living in a patriarchal society and can't manage to do better than me, I don't want you. You're like the weakest link. I don't want you. How are we in a race that benefits you? You got a head start. You have no hurdles and you behind me, you're not the man for me. I don't even want you for procreation sake. Like we're not, you're not gonna fuck up my genetics. One thing about Sahara is she always keeps it real. Okay, that was so entertaining for some reason. I love that video and I was in the comments. I always try to look at the comments because here's a tip, bestie. If you want to develop your discernment, here's a tip. Whenever you see a content creator and they're saying things, you have to look in the comments. Who is in the comments? If the people who have a vested interest in putting women down are rah rah rahing in the comments, like you go girl, finally a woman with sense. Wow, finally a smart woman. That's a sign that whatever that content creator is saying is against your interests, okay? So I love looking at the comments. I already love the video all on my own. Obviously, I have my own sense, but I like to look at the comments, okay? So I look at the comments and I see this comment. I'm gonna read it to you, bestie. These are the women who gets humbled real quick. Good for her leading with money, but when S hits the fan, don't come running to us. Okay, and then someone defending Sahar said, that's exactly what she's saying. She needs someone who can take care of her, not the other way around, someone she can run to. This comment encapsulates two talking points that these alfalfa bros below bare minimal effect men have. Number one is that women need to be humbled. Like there is a need for women to be humbled. In the last class, we talked about projection. So whenever men, whoever, honestly men and women and everyone in between, whenever they throw negativity at you it's projection because happy people don't hurt people hurt people hurt people these men who just have this burning desire to humble women is because they feel humbled they feel humbled by high achieving high earning women who are seeking their equals in the dating market this woman needs to be humbled because sahar made them feel that way that video made them feel humbled so they need to humble the person in that video do you get it, Bessie? Do you get it now? I... Please get it, okay? Men who are so adamant about humbling women are themselves humbled. And to ease that burden of being humbled, they will try to humble women. Here's the thing too. He mentioned that when S hits the fan, they're gonna come running to us. I fell into the prepper rabbit hole a long time ago and so this S hit the fan situation is basically like when all the bad things happen like economic downturn, the dollar loses its value, nuclear bomb hits, like whatever, you know, 
whatever. That's what they say when S hits the fan. So for the ladies, that's what that means. So when there's like just chaos everywhere, we're gonna run to them, to these men, these below bare minimal effort men in survival mode. Like they cannot survive when the economy is good. What makes them think that they will survive when the economy is not good? Sir, make it make sense, okay? Do you think we're gonna run to the men who were not thriving when things were good? No, we're gonna run to the men who were thriving when things were good. Cause, cause chances are they're gonna thrive when things are not good either, okay? The logic is not logicking, okay? And here's the thing too, bestie. As Beyonce said, my daddy warned me about men like you, sir. A lot of these men will say, wait until World War III. Wait until bad things happen to you. Wait until you experience violence. And that's when you'll find out that you'll need a man like me. First of all, you're threatening women with violence from who? From who again? Men? Men who are so quick to fearmonger women about violence from men. And that's their value proposition. Okay, just in case you're put in a position where you're gonna experience violence from men, that's when you leave me. That's a fear-mongering tactic, bestie. This fear-mongering behavior just highlights how this is their only strategy to try to get access to women who they would otherwise not have access to because they don't have the means to provide for her. They're not equally yoked to her. The only questionably viable strategy that they have to access women is through scare tactics. And bestie, when a man's only value proposition is that he will maybe protect you from violence against men, a provider will do that anyway. Okay, good provider men come to your table with benefits, not fear mongering, not scare tactics. Bestie, you need to promise me that you're not gonna allow these men who threaten you with violence from other men, you're not gonna allow them to access you. Okay, you know why? Because I bet you it's the same men who threaten you with violence from other men that will enact violence against you. Okay, wait until you need me to protect you from all these acts of violence. Like, why is that the only strategy you have to get a woman to give you access to themselves? Are there no upsides? Like, that's the upside, really? So these men who threaten you with hypothetical violence are the same men who will enact true, real-life violence against you. Okay, so I told you we're gonna explore the ways in which men put down women online and in real life. Here's a realization that hit me like a wall of bricks. Why are men so obsessed with bringing up the threat of violence against women? Not by themselves, like I'm not gonna do this to you, but like wait until another man enacts violence against you. So they don't really do it like I'm gonna do this to you because obviously that's against community guidelines, but they still manage to do it in a way to bypass community guidelines. So these men, they will say, what if a hypothetical violent scenario happens to you? It's still their way of bringing up the one disadvantage that we have. The one disadvantage that we as women will never overcome. Because on average, women are the physically weaker and therefore more vulnerable sex. They don't have anything against us anymore except for our biology, our physiology, and our anatomy. So whenever men threaten women with hypothetical violence online perpetrated by hypothetical men, it is still their way of establishing power over you. You can make double my salary, you can have more education than me, you can have a better lifestyle than me, but I can still 
take away the most important thing to you, okay? It's their way of establishing their dominance against women. And they do it in a sneaky way to bypass community guidelines. I'm not about it. And like I said, bestie, everything is projection. So whenever men say that, oh, wait until, wait until, it's because they feel inferior and they need to remind themselves of the one area in which we women are inferior to them. And that's sheer brute strength, okay? Men win that competition hands down. So because they're losing everywhere else, especially when they come across a woman as accomplished, as beautiful as Sahar, like, okay, people, I cannot, people have this false dichotomy that you can only be smart, you can only be pretty, and God forbid women are both both men and women have it against the pretty and the smart girlies. I'm not about it. So these men, they feel inferior to Sahar, like, oh, she's double barred she's beautiful she's gorgeous and she's very well spoken blah, blah, blah. they feel inferior they will never ever get access to a woman like sahar wait until someone needs to humble this woman wait until because they feel humbled they feel inferior so they're going to project that onto her project that onto other women instead of accepting that eh, it is what it is i'm gonna find a woman equally yoked to me who will love me and cherish me. Like I said, people don't like it when we talk about dating market values, but the more you are awake to these things, the more you can affect a better result for yourself. So if you are in the dating market right now and you're not liking the selection, you're not liking the dates you're being offered, if you're being offered any, now you know what to optimize so you can get the result that you want. Information is power, bestie. I never say these things just to hurt your feelings. Your feelings being hurt is a byproduct of taking in information that will help you. I was a pikmisha. It was very painful. I was literally so mad at myself for being that gullible, for being that blind. But you know what? I got over it. I decided I'm not going to get mad anymore. I'm gonna get paid. And I got paid, okay? I'm rooting for you, bestie. Whatever we say here is not to make you feel bad about yourself. It's not that. It's to give you the information. It's to give you the discernment so that you can make better decisions for yourself. This is our spoiled girly support group. We're here to support each other, but only the spoiled girlies. We're not going to be supporting the no nuance Nellies, 50-50 pygmies. Get your own group, okay? I'm so annoyed with people. They're always in the comments. Like, it's not your group, especially the XY chromosomes. Like, like they're commenting like, well, what about men? What about men? Are you a spoiled girly? Okay, if you're commenting here, you're a spoiled girly. So are you a girly? Can you not? Make your own support group, okay? Like you guys have dominated the sphere. We have this little corner here and you guys want to insert yourself when you're not needed, okay? Your input is not needed. I don't care if you agree, disagree. We don't need your input. We don't need your validation. We don't need anything. This is the spoiled girly support group. Back to the topic, these men who fearmonger you with hypothetical violence. Fearmongering is not the tactic of a good provider man. Fearmongering is not the tactic of a man with whom you will share a prosperous and fruitful life. These fearmongering men, they just have nothing left. Like the queen mother sprinkle sprinkle said. Never take offense from a broke man's mouth. If a broke man is saying something, I mean, no one should take offense to it. They're in survival. They're saying whatever they gotta say. 
to have a chance at survival. These men are in survival mode. They will literally say anything to access you. They will do anything. They're so desperate, bestie. One thing you need to keep in mind is that a lot of these men, they don't have access to women in real life. Online is the only way that they can talk to a woman. And they know they're crusty, musty, dusty. They're not going to get positive attention from women. So they're going to settle for whatever they can get. And that's negative attention. Like I said, good provider men, they don't resort to fear mongering. They're going to talk about the upside, like the good things that they're doing, the good things they have to offer. And they want you to be a part of the beautiful world that they built. They're like, I built something. Come share it with me. That's literally the energy. And you don't ever have to pry for a good provider man's financial. You don't because they will literally tell you he is so excited to share what he has built with you And I hope by watching these videos you develop that discernment because there's a lot of bad people out there There's a lot of negative energy out there And there's a lot of people who have a vested interest on making you devalue yourself so that you can lower barriers of access to yourself. And it's not about objectifying yourself and putting a price on yourself. It's about putting barriers of access to yourself. A lot of women in the pursuit of avoiding objectifying themselves, they sell themselves short and they feel drained and they feel taken advantage of. And that's a byproduct of not setting high barriers of access to yourself. I'm a big proponent of changing the reality before you change the mindset. Even if you don't feel like you are worth that, you are worth the investment, set the barrier anyway. And then when people actually respect that barrier and invest to access you, it'll change your mindset like, oh my God, I've been living a lie. That's what's gonna happen, bestie. And that's all I have for you today. I hope you take all that mental protection and create this bubble of protection with your mindset and in your real life. Like, I want you to start drawing these boundaries. No more male friends. No below bare minimum low effort men. Stop engaging with below bare minimum low effort men in the comments. Literally, bestie, I want you to be so delulu that all these people do not exist in your headspace. I can see I'm blind. Like that's the vibe. Okay? Now get that bag, bestie.